Stick to sports, miss. Holy shit. We're back, baby. Uh, we actually, after that intro, the show is canceled again. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Oh, we had to, we had to come back. We were all, it, we were always going to come back. But uh, I wasn't so sure about that, but. I, I never, I was always 100% sure. Wow. And Star Wars was, was the impetus. It really was. As it has been. For so many things in my life. I don't know what that means, but okay, sure. Nine out... Let's get down to business. All right. Scale of one to ten, what do you give it on the on the pitchfork scale? Uh, eight? Eight point two, something like that? Yeah. I think I'm... I think I'm on a... I think I'm at like eight. Eight point eight. Wow. Eight, there were just too many. Like I, I honestly wanted to give it, wanted to give it an A minus, but there's just too many, too many small things that <laughs> that really cropped up the third time I saw it in four <laughs> days. Uh, My only real beef with it is it's about fifteen twenty minutes too long. I think we're at the point now where, I mean, yes, you, movies deserve to get dinged for that because too long is too long. But it is true for every movie. It is true for every movie now. Uh, every, I don't always agree with that. Nearly every movie is too long. That was like why, like Lady Bird, it was whatever the exact appropriate length. I and I agree. It was like ninety-two minutes or something. Right. Yeah. Like like Thor. Thor is a great example. I loved Ragnarok, and it was and it was too long. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely true of of big of comic book movies or whatever big tentpole tentpole movies they're they're all going to be too long by 20 minutes or so yep because you right. cram all that story in there i like tie i it into the other stuff especially in I marvel don't, movies i don't want to complain about getting a half hour more of a good star wars movie than i than i would have liked like that's that feels that feels like nitpicking to me but but it, it there was sogginess in the middle. Also, we should say we're going to spoil the entire everything. movie. Literally everything. I yeah. If you had ninety something hours to see this stupid movie, if you I, don't, didn't... I don't care, like I I want I want the people who have seen. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, I don't give a shit about you or your opinion. Yeah, it's, it's too much. This is this is the Star Wars spoiler spectacular. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um. So let's get right into it then. Spoiler alert. Uh, were you as delighted as I was to find out that Ray's parents are just some randos? Oh, that was so great. That, that was, was so, so great. Sick. I had I had come to like the more I thought about it on and off, like over the past couple of years, that was that was the conclusion that I drew myself. Like I felt like that was the most logical conclusion heading into the movie. Uh but I wasn't sure that they'd have the guts to actually to actually follow through with it. Yeah, I think that I think I would say that was my hope. I didn't think that was what they were gonna do. But on a logical level, it never like she obviously just based on the events of the first movie of or I shouldn't say the first movie of the Force Awakens, she was not Han and Leia's daughter. That was clearly absolutely off not. the table. Absolutely not. But the the theory was that she would be Luke's daughter. And that, sure. like, Luke's I'm, wife would have been killed or something. Right. And they would have brought, like, some 
Mara Jade like stand in, you know, suit like similar character. Like I I I get that. Mm-hmm. But I the thing that I was worried about is that she I thought she was going to be an Obi-Wan descendant somehow. Yeah, I, I didn't want that to happen either. Like, I just... No, no. I didn't want that no, to I happen. Know. I, just, I know. I felt, I felt like if they were really gung-ho about tying it into a pre-existing character, that they were going to find a way to shoehorn that in because his voice was playing when she had her vision and right. and Maz Kanata's temple and all that, or temple, in, in, in the basement of the bar or whatever, whatever that was. Um... So I kind of felt like they were going to try to connect it with Obi-Wan, which like I would have been fine with because you can never have too much Obi-Wan as far as I'm concerned. But uh, yeah, dude, I I, I kind of assumed and hoped that that was the route they were going to take. And to see them follow through was, oh man, it ruled because it, it set up so much other stuff, right? It's They had gotten... I feel like whenever people watched watched empire for the first time you know that was such a that was such an amazing twist and that's and that's why it worked you know that that vader was luke's father but then i it was this it's this we it was this weird byproduct of that uh, of that uh plot choice and that plot point that it made it seem like the only way to be important in star wars was if you came this family yeah is to come from that bloodline and it had uh, in a, it worked for emotional reasons and character development reasons and whatever, but just from a future future plotting standpoint, I think that was absolutely something that needed to happen. Like you needed to show that the Force wasn't just for uh, Sith Lords and the Skywalker family. I think that was really important. Right. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um, especially like everybody's like, well, what if she's, you know, what if she's a Han Solo's kid from a from a previous. Uh, relationship or what you know just please with this you know um, yeah it, it, I, and it would have been easy for them to do it right um but like the reason people are mad that that's what happened was because they got really emotionally invested thinking she was obi-wan's kid or whatever like that's the yeah. only reason people are mad about that i think it's just that people are they want every connection that they had with the original trilogy to to live on in some way and, right. and have them and have them strengthened in one way or another. Yeah, so it subverted it's like, their expectations, and they were like, "This is outrageous! How dare Ryan Johnson do this to right. me?" Right. It's not similar enough to to what I liked before, and it, I, and it's funny to me because, like, for sure, some some of the people who are who are coming out, you know coming out of the woodwork and coming out strongly against all the major plot points. Like they were for sure the people who were most vocally upset over the force awakens feeling too much like fan yeah. service I would imagine like this, like this is just major, major hypocrisy on display. And I, because I liked, I like both. I like both for what they were The like the force awakens on some level needed to be fan service and needed to reconnect people on an emotional level with exactly what they liked about the first trilogy. And that's fine. That was the time and the place for it. Yeah. And now we're, now we're at a point where the world needs to be opened up and certain things, certain, you know, certain ties need to be cut and certain storylines need to just completely end. Yeah. I mean, um, what was it? The, the first, the first line in, in the force awakens that isn't spoken by BB eight is uh lore Senteca saying this will begin to make things right and it's like that's the that's the mission statement of that movie is like we're just gonna do all the cool shit you want us to do 
uh, you're welcome. Right. And th- and that's exactly what we got, and it ruled. Yes, totally. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, I, I understood on some intellectual level, like, the complaints about it being fan service. Like, because it was. Like, was it too similar? Like, it was so blatantly similar, just, like, m- mirror like a mirror version in so many places and that on some level could get annoying, but I was there for all of it. Like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it completely. And, and on that, on the other hand, you know, the inverse of that is that, is that I, that this was the right star Wars movie for 2017 and in, in the way that the force awakens was the right one for 2015. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts about the, very clear anti-capitalist, anti-war profiteering through lines of, of that entire movie. Like, um, I watched it and I walked out of it and I'm like thinking about it, you know, very, like very obviously they're saying like the rich should be destroyed, uh, in this movie, which is correct. But, um, I didn't really, uh, latch on to what it was super saying about that beyond that like really basic idea um and then my friend uh roshan tweeted and i've retweeted it multiple times since then but it was he basically said like the force awakens is about the failure of liberal institutions in the face of fascism and like the last jedi is about people saying oh okay we need to do something different then i you know what's funny when they went to uh oh boy i just forgot the yep i was i was about to forget the name i thought that it was gonna be like i i saw that it was like a casino on top of of a waterfall or or whatever and i was like oh this is gonna be uh like a cd sort of like niagara falls you know rundown basically moss eisley in 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 casino form Right, and it to- it totally wasn't. It was it was Monaco. It was it was rich people, and that yeah. was such like do you know what I mean? Like I, I thought so like funny. I saw the I saw the racetrack, and I thought it was gonna be you know p- you know typical sort of people you know people hanging around racetracks and whatever. But that is not at all what it was. But yeah, because it's she's like it's the worst people in the galaxy. Smash cut to mm-hmm. a guy drinking champagne. Yep. <laughs> oh no, man, it- that ruled. But yeah. Okay, so let's let's just go through the main the main plot points and just talk talk about them. Can, right. Well, let's just let's 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 keep let's keep doing that. So we we talked about we talked about Ray's Ray's parentage. Mm-hmm. What did you think of how they dealt with Snoke? Um, you know, it was a thing where you know people are like, "Is he really that big?" Of course, you know, he was never going to be. 40 feet tall or whatever like that would be ridiculous um (laughs) but like i don't know he was uh, the way they killed him off definitely a little surprising obviously um because you just figured i loved it he'd be oh yeah it was cool but like there his whole thing was just not that like it wasn't fully formed there was nothing yeah, I, I so my my overall stance on him, I think, is that they could have done more to make his death more impactful, uh, based on character development. Like they could have made you understand, you know, more about just the mechanics of who he was and how he got there and and whatever. Right. But but the actual the actual death, 
like if if that's if that's what we needed if we needed him to be like kind of a trojan horse for for him to die the way that he died and for the scene for the actual scene of his death and in the scene of them fighting fighting the the guards immediately after like if 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 he needed to be like kind of an empty vessel for us to get that then i am completely on board like so be it yeah i i mean like the way they killed him the only the only quibble i have with it was um i wish they didn't show the lightsaber turning on the yeah on the arm of the chair first if that hadn't happened and they were just like and then you know you'll strike or whatever and it's just like smash cut to it going through his his stomach that would have yeah. been bananas I, I agree with that i also i thought it was a nice touch you know where where he said you know i i sense resolve and you know he's he, yeah. he did he did because he did sense resolve he sensed kylo ren's resolve to kill him right that that was the resolve that 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 he sensed and it seemed like a weird amount of people like i thought that was pretty obvious but it seemed like a weird amount of people didn't we're, we're like, hey, why couldn't you read his mind? And he did read his mind. He just read his mind incorrectly. Like, like he he misunderstood. He sensed resolve, and it was just a different kind. Right. Um, and by the way, I guess this is the point where I say that Adam Driver is one of our finest actors. Uh, he is phenomenal in this movie. And I, uh, I you know, I, like, I can't believe how good he is at playing Kylo Ren basically i uh i said as much on twitter like a couple days ago and man that (laughs) the kylo the kylo ren hive runs deep people it it got picked up by like tumblr and whatever else so people people love kylo ren (laughs) there's 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 a there's a major kylo ren fandom because of course there is but like dude he's he's amazing He's amazing, and and I and I and I liked him. In, I liked him in the Force Awakens. Yeah, but he's, to, great. But he's to, great in everything. I I what I don't get are people who don't like. I I get people. It's weird that people completely misread the point of that character. It's like he's supposed to be volatile and overly emotional and petulant and kind of whiny. Like that is that's literally the point. Yep. So I get yeah, like people sort of fail to see that i don't think they understand it like so when people don't understand like his actual motivations that's weird to me like i can understand people who see it like i can at least intellectually understand people who who understand his motivations and just like don't don't care for it like don't care for the performance like i obviously totally disagree with that but you know that makes sense to me but we should be past the point now where people like fail to understand what is driving this dude and and why he is the, the way he is a hundred percent. The thing that I think is awesome is that like they never really even considered anybody else for for the role of Kylo Ren. They were like, oh yeah. no, this is Adam Driver, and that's it. Um, which is weird. Which is weird. That's weird that that's weird that that's the way it went down. I don't know. I mean, I, like he's I'm just so, going on. He's pretty unique as an actor in terms of like how he acts. Yeah, his physicality and all, all yeah, that stuff. Like, like, cause you can when you watch it, if you watch like you know the early seasons of Girls, especially, uh, he there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, this is Kylo Ren being Adam from Girls, right? You know what I mean? And right. 
Like, I don't have a problem with that. I thought, I thought, I've said it a bunch of times, but like when I watched the first season of Girls, I'd never obviously seen Adam Driver in anything before. And uh, I told my girlfriend at the time, like, this kid is a fucking star. Like, yeah, he's in, he was so incredible. And like, I, I don't know. I just immediately he's in that he's in that class now where he just immediately makes things that he's in better. Absolutely. Like that that stupid that stupid Tina Fey movie where they're sitting Shiva like for her. I don't even remember what, what is it's called Faye now. in that movie. Is she? In, yeah. Isn't she? I know Jason Bateman is. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to find the name of this movie because I can't. Uh, I can't. I've seen it. And it's so, dude, I, not this is where I leave you. She is. She is in that. Okay. She is the. She is the. Like the lead of that movie. If you say it, so. It's fine, dude. It's it's a, it's totally it's totally forgettable. Yeah. I don't remember anything else about it, but it was one of those things that you see from great actors. Whether it's, you know, it's like something I've said about Philip Seymour Hoffman on this podcast. Like Adam Driver was in a different movie. He was in a different, better movie than 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 everybody else in that. Absolutely. So like I, but it him being the only choice for for Kylo Ren's funny because it's like, on some level I get it. Like if you have a certain physicality that you want in mind for that role, like if you want a tall dude with a deep with a deep, weirdish voice and, you know, dark hair for it, like I, there probably aren't there aren't a lot of guys who, look and carry themselves and and sound like Adam Driver. So that makes sense. But it it is funny to imagine like. Kathleen Kennedy or J.J. Abrams or whatever like that like the it's funny to imagine them watching girls and being like oh yeah this this guy is this guy is it yeah dude I yeah I, I don't know man he's he is rapidly ascending the list of best Star Wars characters of all time I totally agree with you rapidly. um but yeah we, we can talk about that more uh what I, I guess we have a lot we have a lot to cover <laughs> Uh, what I guess did you think about, um, just the whole, like, driving, like, cause people seem to complain about the whole movie is one big chase. Yeah. And Great. like, what did you, what, what were your thoughts on that? Cause like, obviously that occurred to me watching it that like the whole movie was just them running away, but I thought it was. But that's, but that's fine. We've seen Star Wars movies. <laughs> We've seen the prequels. They have these insane plot machinations and all the all this like all these weird, you know, all these weird, re, you know, reasons that that things are happening the way that they are. And that's three terrible movies. That might be the worst part of it. Like like the the stakes the stakes are artificially low because you're like, oh, this is about a tariff dispute or whatever. Like they're they're overly complicated. Yep. So. I have no problem with them with it being like, oh yeah, Rogue One is a heist movie, and The Last Jedi is a chase movie, and The Force Awakens was just like a get the an, an assemble the crew movie together on par, you know, and then in the way that A New Hope was, like that's fine. Like keep keep the actual bones of the plot simple because we've seen we've seen the opposite, and that's a huge part of what sunk the prequels. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I don't care. I, I I couldn't care less. Like I'm, I don't like. I'm not a. It was a character development movie. Like that's fine. I don't need. I don't need like intense because not a ton happened in this plot wise, and that's completely cool. Like I I I don't care. 
I'd rather just spend two and a half hours like getting to know characters and and you know being treated to cool visuals and and, and all that stuff. Like that's what's more important to me than having you know intricate intricate plots and and you know stuff that like that's that's like I don't want to watch a Christopher Nolan movie as as a Star Wars movie. That's not that's not at all what what I'm here for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there was there was stuff that I didn't that I didn't love that stopped me from giving it you know a unabashed a a minus or or solid A. Yeah, no. Um, I I think the only the only problem I really had with the uh, with like just the conceit of you know there are three ships and they're just trying to run them down uh, and like run out the clock on them basically is that it just made the empire kind of passive in, in this like menacing like they're still menacing but like because you know, they're playing catch up yeah and also because like you know they they send out the um they send out the like tie fighters and everything to mm-hmm. to harry harry the i don't know what you'd call it the like the main rebellion ship uh sorry right. hashtag resistance ship uh, <laughs> and and like they then they go you're too far out you have to come back but we've seen in the other movies that like you know da- uh poe dameron's x-wing can can move at light speed so right and it, he was on Jakku by himself and like whatever else right so like what like that seemed a little no there's there's for like... sure i feel like where even though i don't really care about about the basicness of the plot like the it also forced them to uh not create conflict but just it did feel like at times that they were stringing that along in the name of keeping it in the name of keeping it simple and in the name of keeping it in you know the format of like a chase movie and i think a great example of it was uh why didn't laura dern vice admiral holdo why did she not tell poe about about the the base planet that that she was going to take the transports to there's there's no good answer for that um so in rewatching it I think she was about to when he stormed into the into the room and uh and like started being like you're refuel you're fueling up the escape pods like how dare you and like he goes off on this big rant and she just kicks him out of the room remember that part I com- I completely get like I get that end of things because I because I've talked I've talked about this I talked about this last night too like I get the point that they were trying to make, right? That 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 the loudmouth, you know, flyboy cut her, you know, didn't let her speak and and acted before listening and all that stuff. That makes sense, but like, there were also so there were plenty of beats from that moment on where she could have been like, "Hey, dummy, the transports are going to a to, to a base planet." She absolutely could could have said that at some point. I, like I, I I get what the justification is, but there was still too much downtime. Like if they wanted to make it seem like he was being completely off the reservation and like not letting her speak and whatever, they should have done a better job with it because there were those beats going back and watching it where it's like, "Oh, why doesn't she just scream it at him now?" Because 
because nobody's talking. Like they're just sitting there pointing, pointing phasers at, at each other. Like just tell them, tell them now. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like with the mutiny scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 like when he says, we're relieving you of, of your command. And she says, oh, I, I hope you know what you're doing. Like, right. why, would she, why would she say that? Why wouldn't she just say, hey, asshole, guess where the transports are going? We, we, have, we have cloaking technology on them. We're, they're not going to be able to tell that, that we're going to, to a base planet. There's, right. there, is, there, there is no good reason for, for her not to say that there. Right. Yeah. So no, I, I, I mean, like, I, I'm, that's just my, hey, that's, I guess you've seen it one more time than me. So that's true. Th- this, is, this is where your expertise comes in and I'm sitting I here. I guess I guess I just know more about Star Wars than you do. You absolutely do. We all agree with that. Um, and dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. That certainly is true. Another uh, thing another thing I didn't love. Yep. Why well, I, I shouldn't say that. That it was worth it was almost worth it for some of the jokes. They completely neutered Hux. He is a clown loser. Yeah, he's a clown. And, and I feel like that the movie I feel like that Nine is gonna suffer because they spent so much time just making fun of this dude, which was funny. I like I, I laughed at it. Like the, the when they're you know, when, when Kylo lo- gives gives him the order and, and Hux just scream repeats the order and everyone everyone in the in the ad at just kinda looks over and you know, it's like what's this dude's deal? Like that was great. The the scene with Poe making fun of him at the, the the world's most elaborate mom joke at at the start of at the start of the movie all great but like I think they would almost be better served to have him be the total like sneering you know militaristic sociopath like at at Kylo Ren's right hand uh in in Episode Nine and I feel like that's just got completely nuked be it because they couldn't stop making fun of him my i again i think this i mean they kind of set that up a little bit in the first one where he's like getting too worked up during that big speech right Mm -hmm. um and so basically i feel like the idea is that he is um well as as uh supreme leader snoke says right he's like a rabid dog yeah. Um but like again this is the this is the movie saying you know people like this are f- like frowned upon but useful in like to the space nazi movie. Totally. Totally. I agree with that. Um, but they they took away some of his usefulness. Like run like run with that sentiment at least a little bit more where you know where he does do things like not not that not that Donald Gleason was scary necessarily giving that speech in in the Force Awakens because that's not the right term for it but like take that part of his characterization and run with a little, a little bit more rather than just making him you know a total a total loser nerd like right. like keep it keep it fleshed out a, a little bit more because like I said I barring something I, who knows who, who knows what it, what happens in in Episode Nine but. And, and I was more than fine again, like laughing at Hux for all the reasons you talked about. Like that's that's a okay, but I I feel like I feel like they had a choice to make, and I am not sure that Nine will be better off for it. But yeah, whatever. I, well, uh, the the other thing I'd say is that like 
he he is like in this kind of position even after Snoke gets cut in half he's in this kind of position where it's not really clear whether mm-hmm. he's the leader <clears throat> excuse me or Kylo Ren's the leader right. and so and like choked. so Kylo Ren um you know orders all the all the various like machines of war to fire on Luke Skywalker and it doesn't and, and like all the dust settling and uh and he goes to Kylo Ren you think you got him mm-hmm. and like yeah that's a, that's a good zinger back right so like yeah they they no, both I... have that in them like that they're gonna um be these yeah. kind of sneering dipshits about no, it that's, like that's that, that's fair but you know like, what it is? like as you know a what it is? as a hmm. they're the trump sons probably they're the trump oh, wait sons. are they i don't know if they are well, I mean, Kylo Ren is more useful than, like, Don Jr. and uh, Eric could ever be. So maybe he's right. more like an Ivanka it's not, type. It's not, it's, not, it's, it's not fair to Kylo Ren. No, it absolutely isn't. He and, might be the Ivanka Trump of the... Uh, he's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think we can just agree that Hux is for sure both Trump sons. Yeah, both of them, for sure. Rolled into one. Yes. Uh, but, like... I, I I actually I, I forget what what I was gonna say now. I don't, um, I don't know. But yeah, I in in look, I that movie in Ryan Johnson has said as much. Like it's about it's about the it's about Kylo Ren's rise. Like he, uh, it's about his decision. You know, his his growth into being an actual formidable leader. In on on in some in some capacity, like it's it's once it's an it's an attempt at, at at a signpost like that. So, you know, that makes sense. That that that's another good reason for them to take out Snoke. You know, that's another good reason maybe for them to just kind of beat Hux into into some amount of submission and clearly make him the clear like, you know, number, number two. two. Guy, yeah. But I I don't know I don't know like I I liked I like being vaguely creeped out by Donald Gleason uh in 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 the Force Awakens and now and now he's just you know he's comic relief almost After, yeah. like there were just there were just there were just one, one one too many scenes where where he got owned but whatever by the way Donald Gleason another guy where I'll watch any damn thing he's in and he's always good absolutely, absolutely. I love big that time guy. um Benicio del Toro. <laughs> What did you think? Uh, he, you want to talk about a guy who was not in the same movie? Wow! Uh, it was he was great. Like it was he was a very yeah. He was playing Benicio del Toro. Exactly. Yeah, he was playing the guy from those Heineken ads. Why? Okay, here's here's my theory on the stutter. I think he showed up on set and was like and just brought that out and was like, "Hey, I have this great idea." This guy's this guy's gonna have like a vocal tick, like a speech impediment, and it's it's not gonna come up that much, but I really think it's important. I want to do it, and and like Ryan Johnson was like, yeah, oh okay, fine. Like you're you're here, you're Benicio del Toro. Like we're 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 shooting, go for it, because that was deeply annoying and distracting. I did not need that at all. I just need like if you'd have fully been his character from the Heineken ads, I'd have, I'd have been cool with it, but him as the Heineken guy with a speech impediment, 
that was that was like that was like a little too distracting. So a thing that I need to go back and watch on the third viewing here is whether he does it after we find out that he was in on it. Uh or or that he like tipped off the rebellion. Or the first order, that is sorry. Interesting. Um, that is interesting. Because if not, and granted he probably has like two lines after that, but if not um, does did he just adopt that to seem a little more bumbling, and and that sort of thing? That's that's an interesting thought. But his best line readings come when he doesn't, when he doesn't, you know, dip into that. Like whenever, like his like his exchange with BB-8 after after he breaks out. Yep. Like that's that's his that's his best that's his best scene. That's his best line reading, if if nothing else. And he's not doing the weird the weird tick. It, at the start of it but that is that is a thought and also his whole his whole thing like that's the you know the the fact that he's the one who who tells the first order that that the transport ships are are on their way to are on their way to the base like that's that's almost a plot hole yeah uh, just about yeah but like that's that shows like how forgiving i think I mean, I don't know that I'm willing to be at least like that's that's one that's easier for me to wave away than than certain other stuff. You're like, yeah, this guy just this guy just knows things. That's that's fine. Well, like, you, that's... Can, you can presume that they let him in on the plan in the trip back to that. Right. Like area. Yeah. But did they but they didn't know that that there were that there were transports on on their way to um, a base. Wouldn't they have been? Did they? No, because they were in communication with Poe Dameron again. Like you've seen it more than but I po, have. But Poe, but Poe, but Poe didn't know that. He would have like, known. Like he knew, as he they knew were... that there were transports leaving, but not where they were headed, or that yeah. they, or that they had to run an anti-cloaking scan, which is right. something that, which is something that Huck said. Like run, run an anti-cloaking scan. Like there's, there's transports headed for blah blah blah. Right. So, but like again, like that's a plot hole that I just that was present in some capacity. And I just didn't – I didn't care about it at all. Yeah. Well, because you immediately get a whole bunch of other shit uh, right. thrown at you, like, right away, uh, both on and off the Imperial Dreadnought. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, this is another thing. You want to talk about a, a villain getting completely fucking punked out. Uh, second movie in a row where Captain Phasma only fucks up. Good riddance. Yeah. I agree, but it's like she's she's Boba Fett, right? And and I I've seen people lot make that point, um, but like, I don't know, Boba Fett at least has the has the uh, the credibility. Yeah. Of he's a bounty hunter, so like he he operates independent of any like larger structures. Well, yeah, like Phasma is just all about reputation. Like she clearly has done some scary shit, and is and it has like the reputation that precedes her, but we don't see any of it. Right. Cause at like, all. yeah, at least Boba Fett got Han Solo and put him in carbonite. Right. Right. Uh, it's just, Captain it's just Phasma a, only fucked up. It seems like a marketing sort of, maybe not like a marketing thing, but it kind of is like Boba Fett looked cool. He had the cool mask. He wasn't in the movie that much. Captain Phasma looked cool. She had, she had the Chrome, the Chrome Stormtrooper suit. Like, it was a good focal point for like for marketing and selling toys, but like the actual, 
you know, the actual relevance to anything that goes on in the movie is pretty, pretty minimal. Why? Well, I, I shouldn't say that because Boba Fett's super important, but just like we just don't spend much time with them and then they die, basically. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's relatively out in the open as to whether she actually died. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't. I, I think. I think Ryan Johnson said as much oh, at some he? point. I haven't been I'm reading all the pretty interviews. sure someone did. I don't know who it was. It might have been. Well, I mean, he's he's talked he's talked with everybody in, in some oh, yeah. capacity. It seems like. So I think it was more that he, the vibe I got from the answer that I read was that he intended for her to die, like that. Like that was clearly the implication on his end. But I don't. I just don't think he he doesn't want to close the door for whatever they decide to do in episode nine. Yeah, because that, that was which by the way the, he should direct episode nine. And not JJ. He should write. Correct. He he at minimum should should co write. He should be the writer. He He should should co write. Star Wars guy now. He like he should. I mean, he kind of is. He kind of is. Like he's he's doing the other trilogy. Like that's fine. But I also want him to do Episode Nine. That's what I'm saying. I'd be fine if JJ Abrams directed it. Like I like I know he's like well I good news right. I'm saying. I'm saying I'd be fine if J.J. Abrams directed it and like co-wrote it with Ryan Johnson. Like I, I would settle for that. But the fact that he's not involved at all is a little to me concerning. Concer- concerning. It is concerning. Here's a here's a here's a here's a plot hole that bothered me last night more than it should have. How long? How far away were the AT-ATs in, from? in the in the little in the mini death star cannon how far were they from that door in the side of that mountain looked like about a quarter mile half a mile something like that yeah and it and it took and it took like speeders 15 minutes to to get out there yeah and then and then it took finn five minutes of dragging rose on a piece of scrap metal right all the way back from the battle to to the door like that was that was weirdly distracting for me yesterday no i get that um hey i don't, I don't want to i don't i don't like sitting here and like like poking holes and like in random shit like that because it's a movie but uh, you know what the uh <laughs> there's no dude, way it... poe dameron could have possibly known yeah. <laughs> but that was but that was a super obvious one though because i was like huh they're oh, still they're, they're still they're still driving out to the front They've been in like in in speeders that are going at a very very high rate of speed for like ten or fifteen minutes, and then like you know flash forward a, a little bit later he just dragged her back there. Yeah, and then what? And why didn't they shoot him with a right? Well, no, because because he clearly just made a he just made a really wide turn and then and then came in. So so he traveled actually twice the length in in half the time as a as a person on foot dragging another human being. Than, than a bunch of people on speeders did. It checks out. It makes yeah, sense. It, it definitely makes a lot of sense. And uh, what did you think of the girl who played Rose? I liked her. Yep. I liked her. I thought that... Uh, I don't know, like... I'm not sure how much I dug her kissing Finn at the end. Of the, at the end. I thought that you wanted was to kiss a, little, Finn. a little weak. Yeah, because I wanted to kiss Finn. He's so cute. Because no, because I wanted Finn to kiss Poe Dameron, and yeah, I feel like, sure. I I have a lot of slash fic to write, and I feel like that kiss between between Finn and Rose really really put a crimp in it. That's right. Um, no, I I liked her. I thought she was super charming. Um, 
just all for generally just better representation in Star Wars movies. And that's also a very cool thing to see. Yeah. Sincerely. I, I was glad that we finally got some Porg actors in these uh, in these films. Do you know how hard it is to, to be a Porg actor in Hollywood, man? It, there, there's not a lot of roles out there. <laughs> you just you, you go off for stuff and you find out that Dinklage beat you for it again. <laughs> Um, did you... Were those actually... Those are like practical effect porgs, right? Uh, I think they were like practical effect, but also CG'd. Like, they CG'd the faces, so they had more emotion, I want to say. <laughs> but like, that makes sense. So, it was, it was like when they redid the, uh, Return of the Jedi with, like, making the Ewoks blink. I think yeah. it was like that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, like I, I don't know. The I thought I th- I thought a fair complaint about the movie is that, much as I enjoyed the message of of the casino scenes, I, that took a while. It took too long. No, that that's like most of the twenty minutes I would cut is on Canto it took, Bite. Canto Bite took took a while, and it would have made sense. I feel like if they would have used some of that time to just if they wanted Finn and Rose to kiss at the end of the movie, like, I feel like they could have used that to make that feel a little bit more earned. Yeah. You know have what them I mean? palling around a little more. Right. 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 Because it's like, if you're going to spend all this time there, like fine. So, so be it like accomplish something a little bit more with it, especially when the relationship between the two people that are on the planet doesn't seem fleshed out completely or as far as it should be like by the end of it. Right. So yeah, I, but I I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see more of more of her for sure. Yeah. Um. So Kelly I th- Marie I Tran think... is her name. What's up? Is it Kelly Marie Tran? That can't be. Is right. her name? No, that's wrong. wrong. Yes. No, that's wrong. Um. Her name's Rose from the movie. Remember? Rose. Rose and Finn. Those are their names. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> I see an actor, I just yell the thing that I know them the best from. And from what Bird. I understand, they love when that happens. Fan. Big fan of it. I uh, feel like Hamill definitely doesn't give a shit about being called oh, Luke no, Skywalker. Like, yeah, I mean, he told Hatchet sure. Pie the other day, he's like, you're not worthy to be a Jedi, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it rules like, that he just, like, is the arbiter of that now. <laughs> that's great. I he's His Twitter presence is delightful. Yeah, Mark Hamill fucking just, rules. The hashtags, the 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 sincerity. I'm a big fan. Yeah. He's what did right. you? All right. What what what? Did, I guess we should talk about the Luke arc. What what did you think? It was great. Um, it was exactly what it should have been. Like the idea that he was in self exile. Like he exiled himself. Like it wasn't anybody told him you got to go away and or hide out or any of that stuff. Like uh like with Obi Wan, right? But then. Like, Luke is, in in episode four and even episode five, like, Luke is kind of eager to become a Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's like, you this know, this is, what, 25 enough. years later, and he's like, yeah. oh, the Jedi are fucking losers, dude. Like, And that's something, too, like, his motivations, I think, for going into exile were even more, like... It was more fleshed out for me 
as like with each with each viewing like it like the first time the first time i saw it i was sort of like i don't know if i really buy him him going going away for as for as long as he has or being as hesitant to, to come back but uh i definitely 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 do now yeah uh, did like, you think oh, i got a bunch of people killed <laughs> that's bad right. well yeah i know that but like he the the amount of convincing that he took to come back i was like i feel like he maybe would have come back like given the given the scope and the scale of what they were facing like i kind of felt like he would have bit the bullet and and returned a little bit a little bit more quickly than he did well, but that's why you needed yoda I, to show up and be like eh, fuck it that's fine that's that's fine yeah I, like, and, I also, sorry good oh i was just gonna say like the when yoda showed up you would have thought that like the actual yoda showed up in the theater like a oh. guy with the original yoda puppet dropped in and was like hey everybody it's me like yeah, people it's me it's me frank Oz. they're fucking minds both times i saw it and like yeah it's cool that that didn't get spoiled in any way because that's one of those things where you feel like somebody would have spoiled it but like and i know you're like me in that um you didn't see anything going into this movie no 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 no. i i, I had stuff muted on twitter like i wasn't googling anything because i kind of had I don't know if I told you this. I was like down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, just you know, doing nothing before Force Awe- before Force Awakens came out. Yeah, and I like clicked on the Han Solo Wikipedia page, and you know how they have that like you know they have the photo in, in the upper right hand corner with like all the biographical information, yep. and it was like first appearance episode four, New Hope, final appearance episode seven, The Force Awakens, uh, A Force Awakens parentheses deceased and i was like oh he's cut in half by a lightsaber and then pushed yeah. down a big pit i mean it might as well have been yeah no i so but that like that didn't ruin it 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 didn't ruin it as much as i was afraid that it would because i didn't know how he died and to see how it went down was you know still impactful in one way or another but i was that was it dude that like i was so i was so terrified because of that experience i was like i'm I'm going as radio silent as I as I possibly can, and yeah, that included. I, I actively uh, like I embarrassed myself with in front of my friends, like when we would be at the movies or watching TV or whatever, and like something for the new Star Wars would come up. I would close my eyes and cover my ears like a child. Yeah, because I, I watched literally the first. Didn't want to know anything. I watched the first trailer. Not me. That was yeah. I'm not I, having but, any of that. Nah, that was that was a moment. That was a moment of weakness. Um, um, the only thing I knew going in was the Porgs existed, uh, mm-hmm. and like what they looked like from this one still that became a meme. Right. Uh, uh, and otherwise I was like, I don't know what a Porg is and that's fine with me. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I didn't, I knew a little bit more than you, but was just, I mean, I had stuff muted for literally weeks, like, yeah. is like, but like, way before any reviews could have possibly come out like it just wasn't it just wasn't gonna happen yeah so one also uh i was playing hq and i like oh yeah early on before i had like swiped Mm -hmm. away the chat permanently Mm -hmm. and uh like i looked at it and someone had just like posted 50 times in a row like luke kills 
uh, oh, what, what's her name? Ray. Luke kills Ray. Yeah. Luke kills Ray. And I was like, motherfucker, if that fucking happens, I'm going to be so mad that some dipshit on HQ trivia ruined this for me. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think my friend, I, I think my friend actually did get it, did get it spoiled in that exact, in that exact way. <laughs> Just could you have you been? I mean, I, I know like a few days ago, I swiped, I swiped away the, I swiped away the the chat. Have you been able to do that from the start? Yeah, it, it now and, like, is just gone. Did, just didn't know forever. Yeah. Well, I know, I know that, but like, has it always been an option to like get to get rid of it? I like, feel for like it must have changed at some point because the I remember the first few times I played, I had to definitely like. There is no way that, every time. There's no way that I would have noticed that that was an option and not and not followed through with it. Absolutely. Um. Ah, that was that the funniest Star Wars movie. Ooh, I I think it might be. Yeah. Um. I think it, I think it was, and I and the main reason I think it was is because everybody was funny. Like yes. that was clearly just it was a movie that was written every in certain spots everywhere to be funny. It wasn't just like we're going to it wasn't limited to Han Solo, it wasn't limited to the droids, it wasn't limited to you know whatever like certain things that Yoda would say. Like everybody everybody either had funny dialogue or or you know had bits of bits of comedy that they that they were kind of engaged in. Right, and and I I saw some complaints that I don't disagree with about like how Luke shouldn't be wisecracking. No, I'm given... see, I'm fine with it. I, like I I, I, know I don't that, care about I, it, but like I I, I understand where they're coming from. That like Luke should be wise. That's one of those. That's one of those ones. Like that's a complaint that I understand why people have, but also like I don't know. It's been it's been 25 years or how however long. Right. How, chronologically it was like i think i think the fact that he came back and he was just sort of like a surly a surlier you know more abrupt like old dude was completely was completely on i don't know that was that made sense to me yeah so like i yeah but like i for sure understand like people don't want luke skywalker doing like the the dirt off my shoulder move like that's fine uh, which, I, by I, the way, that fucking ruled. That did. I think it did. I for sure. Like in my like in my opinion is is that is that it was awesome. But like, yeah, when it happened the opening night, I was I like, why people didn't really love I it. Li- I literally said out loud when that happened. I go, hell yes. No big time. Um, but yeah, no. So um, the other thing I wanted to say about Luke uh, is shouldn't his hand have like clunked down on the rock after he disappeared <laughs> yes yeah and le- it's not part of his corporeal body correct um and so uh apparently but someone I, asked well, I thought, hold on I, a thought i had though is like shouldn't have more clothes have fallen off as well well it, yeah like it was just a robe like shouldn't have shouldn't have all of his clothes fallen off right um, the, so the, uh, apparently Ryan Johnson said in an interview that he like, they went back and forth about like, should it happen or shouldn't it happen? And I don't know that what he said, what his opinion was, but like, that was definitely discussed internally. I love, I love that that was a discussion that they had. Well, like you have to have, I mean, it makes sense, 
but like I think at that moment it's supposed to be too much of like a serious great moment in the movie. Yeah, where you have like thwonk. <laughs> right. Or um, like or like a huge pile of clothes. Like it's much more impactful for just like the single robe to you know blow around a second for yes. a second and then and then fall down. But if you had like if you had like the top coat and then <laughs> you know his shoes or <laughs> whatever else <laughs> It's like when Marshawn Lynch uh, fake retired. <laughs> yeah, he it's leaves just a his robot arm hanging off one of the Luke. Uh... Luke Luke left his robot arm robot arm out on the field. Yeah. That's right. Um, but no, okay. I that was it. That was that was all the stuff that I there specifically really really wanted to talk to you about. Um, okay, so what do you think, think they do with, uh, with, Le- this is more speculation, it's not really about the yeah. movie, but I fully expected when the ship got blown up, well, that's it, she's dead. No, I definitely did not. Um, I, but. Definitely, definitely didn't expect that because I had heard, I had heard, I did read, I guess you, you may, you may have avoided this too, but I did see that, like, whenever Carrie Fisher died, uh, last December, that the plan was for her to have a huge role in episode nine and that they weren't going to go back and alter any of her scenes. So the fact that she died in the first 10 minutes, quote unquote died in the first 10 minutes. Like I, I knew that wasn't going to take, I could have, I could have, I not sure if I loved like her Mary Poppins slash supermaning her way from space back into the ship. But, um, I knew that something was going to happen. I knew that wasn't it. Well, fair enough. I, uh, you know, I, I just, it would have been, it would have been more impactful if she had died, like, but then, you know, cause like, I, they made a big deal out of Kylo Ren not being the guy who did it. Right. Right. And right. then that, like, if he, if she had died, that would have only like increased his resolve to be like, no, fuck Grand Leader Snoke. Right. Uh, or Supreme Leader Snoke, like uh, we can't do it his way. We got to do it my way. Um, I did read too. Like I, I read, I read a couple things. I've read way too much from Ryan Johnson about about this movie already. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that this is all stuff from him. And it's, and it's all conclusions that like I like to think I would have maybe come to on my own. But honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, probably not. Like he justified Leia floating back to the ship. And he compared it to like when, when a parent gets in a car crash and finds this like insane well of strength that they didn't know that they had to like lift up the car and, and pull out and pull right. out their kid, that it, that it just sort of like jarred something loose in her and she like tapped into something that she hadn't before. Which like that's that's kind of I think that's good enough for me. Yeah, for like the, I, I get that, that. That that helps. That helps at least. Like I'm still not still not totally on board with it. For sure. Also. Admiral Akbar dying in the way that he did. R.I.P. R.I.P. But I think that was like a great, that was a great little allusion to like the inglory of of war. Right. Yeah. So like, where it's like people don't important people, important courageous people don't always die. You know, don't always die in dramatic. Yeah. And I mean, like that's a huge that's a huge trope in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um. That like that people people you know the hero's death exactly and so like uh admiral akbar kind of subverts that um finn 
trying to do it and being stopped subverts that. So, you know, I love, I love, love, love the fact that, and this is a little bit of a problem that I had with rogue one. Like, I don't need to see people, uh, killing themselves to serve the greater good, like over and over and over again. Like that's just not that that's a trope that I don't love. And it happened in rogue one, which is fine. But like, I didn't want Star Wars to get on this track where it's every movie you have someone, you know, willfully sacrificing themselves to complete the mission. Like, I, I, I liked it that, that that got twisted a little bit there. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it, it, cause yeah, that's the, that's the thing, right? Is like, if, if every movie has that and like Rogue One had to have it just given what we knew. Exactly. Right. That's, that's the basic nature of the movie. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking Rogue One for, for doing that. Cause it, it, it had to do it in, in one sure. way or another. But like, like Rose's sister at the beginning of the movie, like she does mm-hmm. that. Um, and, and Leia immediately like Finn's Finn goes, well, those were heroes. And Leia goes, yeah, they're fucking all dead. Who cares? Right. And right. like no, just immediately it, excoriates that point of view that's like again been so pervasive in it, almost every Star Wars movie. It righted that that movie righted so much stuff that I because I look, dude, I I grew up with Star Wars. I love it. Clearly, like we're about to put together a two-hour podcast, just you know, barfing up all our feelings about it. I I love these movies. They're they're important to me, but. There were there were things just like anything you like. There were elements of it that I didn't, and so many of those things uh, were corrected yep. <laughs> by this movie, or like will, willfully, deliberately corrected. So I, I honestly think the series is set up better moving forward than, it, it really, than in any other way I, I, I could have imagined. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I don't know that a better job could have been done of this with this movie than was done um apart like just in terms of the way every character and every death and it all, like all these plot points were handled um mm-hmm. you know again you you can have quibbles with it but like this is one of the at least three best Star Wars movies ever made sure so I think you, so you know you're, you're you mean damaging. three out of the three out of the the current nine yeah or yeah. yeah i mean i don't know what other what other movies we'd be I'd, putting it up against. well you know i i don't know i thought maybe you just like were were eliminating the prequels from you no, know yeah of the nine there are and granted like three of them are outright either not good or straight up bad right um and one of them is fine and another one is pretty good and then there were three like Stone Cold, like you, you know, everything. Pretty much everything went right with them. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. So and I, that I think that leads us into our first little, our first game, right? Sure. Do we, do, do we want to just do that now? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, so we're gonna, we're gonna do favorite, least favorite, overrated, underrated for for the Star Wars for the Star Wars series, and, th- and this is the the trilogies and. And we'll throw Rogue One in there yep, also. we sure will. Okay. Favorite? Uh, my favorite is Empire. Sorry. Right. Like, I mean, I, I don't know that there really is much that needs to be discussed. Like, you know. No. 
it's it's the perfect tonally dark movie that like was needed at that time but um you know i think it suffers a little bit from being a little too dependent like it doesn't stand on its own right in in the way no. that in the way that uh, a new hope does so yeah you know and I, that's... I don't know that it's the best but it's certainly my favorite I think I mean my my favorite is a new hope and it's because honestly it's because it's the first one that I saw and it was the only one that I saw for a decent amount of time because I think my parents didn't want me to see Empire for it it could have they could have made me wait like 6 months honestly like yeah. I don't even know but it but it was like it was like the only one I watched for for a little bit was a new hope and I watched it over and over and over again and that movie still hits something in me because of that i think because of nostalgia and that connection that that empire doesn't like while fully realizing that empire is you know technically an, an endlessly better movie and whatever whatever else but like but yeah yeah new new hope is my favorite yep okay uh what's your least favorite i mean i feel i'm gonna say least favorite is is the phantom menace and the main I'm and I'm gonna say that for like an also pseudo emotional reason too, is that like while that is not a worse movie than Attack of the Clones, uh, th- that was the moment where uh, like I have never been more disappointed in in anything. I don't think <laughs> realistically like any yeah. any bit any any there is no bit of pop culture that that made me sadder than 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 a Phantom Men than than the Phantom Menace did. Like I I didn't like it in the theater. I walked out of it and I was twelve or whatever, just being just baffled and 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 upset. And so like while that was like there's salvageable stuff there. I think I think Qui Gon Jinn is like a cool character and and Darth Maul's whatever. Like there's there's decent elements to it, but but the effect that that had on me just like as a as a kid, it, it's it's my least favorite probably by a lot. And be, and because that made me temper my expectations like i did not expect attack of the clones to be good or or at least i i was okay in in expecting it on some level just because of how disappointed i was with with uh with phantom menace so uh, mine's kind of the opposite i i hate attack of the clones like with yeah, a passion it's it's, it's a it's a total it it's it's, a, it's, an, it's so, an irredeemable movie yeah I, 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 agree. I agree so the the reason why is okay yeah as you know uh, whatever 15 year old I was I was obviously disappointed with how uh with how the the Phantom Menace played out right like there there were entertaining parts of it I could have done without the 40 minute pod race whatever um but you know you watched it and you were like okay well that one had the kid in it the kid's not back for the second one right so like maybe this can be a more adult like approach to this. And maybe, you know, as a 17 year old, I shouldn't have been like pinning my hopes on George Lucas as an auteur, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, that was kind of my thing was I was like, okay, they fucked up the first one, but they couldn't possibly fuck up the second one too, because the kid's not in it. And then, uh, it was a lot worse. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get why you felt that way. Honestly, like I, on some level I probably did too, but I was just so, I, I just didn't, I, nothing about Phantom Menace clicked for me at, at first other than Darth Maul being cool. And I, and it just, 
the di- the disappointment was just next level. So I it it was. You know what? You yeah. know what I really liked about the Phantom Menace, um, how Watto was like a minstrel show Jewish guy. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Really cool, and I loved that there's, about that. Movie. There's 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 really a lot to love. Definitely, definitely has nothing to do with George Lucas being a robot who doesn't understand how humans behave. I also I also loved that it started out with uh, the Jedi taking a meeting. That's my favorite way to uh, to have any action I, movie start after 20 years or I got to give I got to give George Lucas credit though for having like that kind of like he that kind of control over yeah. over the whole over the whole operation that he could just be like oh yeah it's going to be it's going to be about a it's going to be a, be about a tariff dispute and nobody was like yeah this is that, that's a good idea but let's see let, let's see if there's if there's some other route we can take it or whatever no nope. Nope. Did every you? every every idea that dude had made it into the movie, and nobody had the balls to tell him that that may, maybe something else would would be better. Yeah, like if you watch the documentary uh, that is attached to the the Phantom Menace like initial DVD release, and he's just explaining shit to people, and the oh. the, the blank looks on their face. Like, oh, this like, guy, this oh guy's this guy's an this guy's an alien. Yes. like he's not. He, he doesn't have. There is some fundamental element of like humanness that this guy lacks. We've definitely, by the way, we have for sure on this podcast read because it's one of my favorite things. The BJ Dart sto- thing. The BJ Dart story. That's oh like the best. Po- that's like the best possible example. So, so we won't go into down this rabbit hole again. But BJ Dart. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah, BJ Dart. That's a great name. That's a great name. Um, okay, so overrated overrated i'm gonna say i i'm gonna say that it's uh it's got it's gotta be uh the force awakens no it does not oh <laughs> okay it's it's revenge of the sith it's revenge of the sith because that movie is a huge piece of shit and people try to act like it's got redeemable elements to it and it doesn't like that's that's one where people have tried to convince themselves that like eh, maybe parts of it are good and it's the best prequel and you well, know it's definitely the best prequel. Sure, but that doesn't make that doesn't make it good. People people think that movie is is more than a zero and it's not. Uh, I would say it's maybe a four, but wrong. Well, so here's here's what I would say. Uh, it is nine hours too long. <laughs> Um, but the, the last 45 minutes of that movie, if it were attached to a different Star Wars movie, you'd be like, I'd buy this as like the Darth Vader origin story for sure. Um, the, the other, the other thing I, I would I say, I don't, I don't think so. The other thing I would say is, and this is not like an unknown opinion or like any novel idea that I've had, but you know, the the prequel should have started with two, had a movie between the events of two and three, and then three. Right. Um, yeah. Like I've I've watched you know I've watched uh, I've watched fan edits of them, and that's basically what they do. Is like there's there's one there's the one I saw essentially. I don't think the it literally there was one scene I think from Phantom Menace. It was it was the lightsaber duel between Qui Gon between Qui Gon and Darth Maul, and that and that was it. And it drew. 
it, it, yeah, it was basically one, and then the good parts of two, and the good parts of three, and it was like a two-hour movie. Perfect. I'm in. Yeah, but um, no, those those movies are not those movies are not salvageable. Like, there's there might be little bits that suck less than than the rest, but uh, they're terrible, and 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 they're terrible because because of the dialogue and they're terrible because of the performances above all else. The performances are like, what's amazing about the performances in the prequels is like, with the exception of Hayden Christensen, everybody in them is a good actor. Mm -hmm. And somehow everybody sucks ass in those movies. How, I don't know how you make Natalie Portman a bad actress, but that those movies, those movies did horrendous. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So, Seriously, screw everybody who doesn't think that Episode Three is as big a piece of shit as all the as all the other prequels because it is. It stinks. It no, it's not as big of a piece. It couldn't be as big of a piece of shit as the other prequels because there's they're they're unsalvageable. There's nothing good about any of them. Mm. Zero 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 from zero is still zero. I do not agree. Um... I. I do not want to relitigate the Star Wars prequel, the Star Wars prequels right now. That's fine. Uh, okay, what do you got for underrated then? I don't really think any of them are underrated, honestly. Like, do you, do you sincerely think that any of them are? I feel like people hate on Jedi a little bit too much. Right. So that's that's what I was gonna say. Like Jedi, because it's the worst of the first three, gets a pretty bad rap. It's the worst. It's the worst of the first three, and it's. And it's got the Ewoks, and people fixate on those on them a little bit too much, even though they are they're way too involved. Like they should not have they should not have uh, played as active a role in, in the battle as they did. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like I like Jedi a lot, and I think it's I think part of it too is that it's like the prevailing cool opinion, as cool as an opinion like that can be, is that Empire is good and gritty and dark, and Jedi is cheesy kid stuff and i think that's a little that's a little reductive so i'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go i'll go i'll go with jedi's being underrated yeah same here i, don't, I feel I, like they're i honestly i feel like they're all pretty probably well you know what i just in the interest this... of in the interest of saying a different thing here uh i don't understand why everybody's so down on rogue one are people down on rogue one yeah definitely the second act is pointless it's it's slow it's it's a slow movie um that maybe didn't need to be and like i get i get a lot of the criticisms of it but also i'm really in the tank for any get the team together for a heist movie yeah so i i don't i don't don't have a i don't have a bad word to say about rogue one i i feel like i don't know i feel like it's pretty proper i i'm worried that this is not not worried but i don't know maybe in two years if we do this like the Last Jedi is going to be the underrated one. I hope so. If, I like if there's if, if this if this yeah right if this backlash semi backlash and, and again you don't know how much of this is just you know it could be just five hundred hostile internet nerds but like the semi backlash to this has been has been a little strange has been a little strange to see so if, if that if that carries over then I feel like we're pretty close to. Pretty close to having a new having a new underrated Star Wars movie. Yeah, fuck those people. Totally. Um, all right, it's draft time. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Mr. Oreo Dirt is up first for his. Is that me? Yeah. Oh yes. All right. 
I ju- I only uh, remember that because I literally just looked at it. Did uh, I lose? No, by you, a lot? you you won by I think you know a two percent margin. Oh, it's fucking horseshit. All right. Uh. Oh, by the way, the draft is. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Star Wars. Just Star Wars characters. Who, who you like Star Wars characters? I'm. I gotta. I gotta go. Han. I. I. It would be disingenuous for me to see to, for me to say anybody else. Absolutely, I agree. And uh, you know, I don't even think it needs to be discussed that much. I think we all understand that Han. Not Solo really. Is the best. Character. Not really. I think. I think most most dudes of this vintage have spent at least portion a, a decent portion of their life trying to rip off Han Solo in in one way or another. So. Yeah, he's the coolest. Yeah, he's the absolutely. coolest. Uh, I'm gonna stay in the solo family, and I'm gonna say Kylo Ren. Yeah, I I, I knew you were gonna do that. It's fine. It's fair. I I I've been like standing for Kylo Ren for however long now. Fucking so rules. he's awesome. But I already but lost I, his I, draft. I, also, I don't know what we're. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't in good. I couldn't in good conscience take. No, take, you, you made the pick. absolute so. right choice, but now anybody's gonna, everybody's gonna see those first two picks. Like I couldn't have said anybody. No, no, you couldn't have. And 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 done anything with it. So uh, you're up. Vader. Yeah. Oh, the point yeah. I was gonna make about Darth Vader earlier is because you were talking about what a twist it was uh, when he's revealed as Luke's father for obvious reasons, big twist. Um, but. Uh, it what it was pointed out to me that in German, Vader means father. So mm-hmm. dark, dark father. Yeah. So like all the German people were like, yeah, we know. I do you think that that was always the plan? No, Wasn't I, it not? No, like there was no plan for a second movie when he wrote it. Oh right. So so that's just a he weird. He just wanted to make the hidden fortress, but in space. That's that's just that's just a a weird bit of like cosmic luck that that he named he named the father vader right yeah it just he's, sounds cool he's he's truly one of the luckiest men on 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 the history yeah, he, in the history he fell, he fell ass planet. backwards into billions of dollars unreal okay uh for me oh by the way i wanted to ask this so like if you having selected darth vader mm-hmm that encompasses Darth Vader across all six films in which he appears. So like, uh, seven films, and yes. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, just just wanted to clarify because now you I, you fucked I up would... picking little Jake Lloyd. <laughs> no, I know nobody. It, yeah, like if if you want to take Anakin Skywalker with with one of your picks, like, I'm not. No, I, that's knock, knock yourself out. Like, so the reason I say that was, uh, well, no, I'll I'll get to that in a second. Nah, fuck it. I will take Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh damn, dude! All right. Um, both my both my, the guys named Ben I took uh, first and second. Yeah, um, but again, that's Obi Wan Kenobi across all six. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. He was he was going to be my next pick across all six films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ewan McGregor comes as close as anybody does in in those to 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 salvaging like yep. some semblance of like dignity in 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 the in the job. Honestly, 
I do. Do you want? Do you want a an Obi Wan standalone? Yeah, sure. Starring starring you and McGregor. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah, that's they should be they should be shooting that right now. Okay. Uh, third pick, Leia. I choose Leia. Wow, you even you even picked her, even though she's a stupid baby in Episode Three. Yeah. She is. She, she, she is a terrible baby. She murders her mother. <laughs> oh no! Bursts I'm sorry. The... Canonically, uh, she died of a broken heart. You're breaking my heart, Annie. You're That's... breaking my heart. Yep. <sighs> That's uh, really good, um, in my opinion. I in I will even. It's such a bummer that we're not going to see whatever they had planned for Carrie Fisher in Episode Nine. That's 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 very very sad but no she's uh she's definitely the unsung hero of of the first of the first trilogy i I would say i don't know if this this could have just been because i like was a dumb little boy who 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 was watching the star wars movies and didn't didn't think of her as like an actual three-dimensional character but uh yeah big fan yeah she's great um hmm, this this is a bit of a tough one here uh, mm-hmm. I guess just in terms of how cool he is, and we were talking about it earlier, young man out of mm-hmm. uh, Camino, run by the name of Boba Fett. <laughs> I, you were so much higher on, on Boba Fett than I am, dude. Boba Fett's cool as fuck. Everybody loves him. The toy's cool. His his ship is cool. Yeah, Slave One. It's called Slave some- One. That rules. Boba I know Fett it's called badass. Slave One. You know you didn't know. I that. think Slave One wasn't. Yes, I did know that. I, I think it. the Boba Fett standalone. I have. I, there's. I have Slave One in this house somewhere, and I think that was going to be the name of of the Boba Fett movie. Oh man! If I remember correctly, are they, they not doing they, that does, now? It does. I don't think that's going to happen now. Cowards. Um. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick her because she's probably gonna be the most powerful Jedi in the history yeah, of Jedi. Fair enough. Ray. Yep. Ray. She's good. Good good value pick in the fourth round. I, I don't disagree. Uh, Daisy Ridley's like lightsaber work is I think the best out of everybody ever. Yeah, it's fucking really good. Is it not? Is no, it not it, like I totally like, agree. Just, like she just looks she just looks cooler doing that shit than than anybody else ever has. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm I'm crushing you here, dude. Boy, what <laughs> else is fucking new? Back back at it, brother. Ah, <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Um, that hmm. Boba Fett may, is Boba Fett the Boston Market green beans of Fuck of this draft. You. Drop dead. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Um. I will. Let's see here. Let's see here. How about this one? Beloved character. Quotable Yoda. Yeah. Yoda was gonna be Yoda was definitely gonna be my next one. Loved loved Yoda's contribution to The Last Jedi. Loved that it was a puppet. Did you hear that? Yeah. They they literally they found the woman who who designed the original or, or maybe not designed, but like fabricated the original puppet like like the woman who made who made the puppet and she did it again 
Yeah. Very cool. She did a good job. They walked back some of the backwards talking, which was great. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it would, dude. It, the what was the line from? Uh, I think it was Attack of the Clones. Not if anything about it to say I have. Right. <laughs> Come on. How dare they? Disrespectful to Yoda. I agree. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Yoda? Uh, no, he's cool and he's little. And he's I'll, a actually, friend. I'll say this: the first time I saw him doing all the flipping shit in uh, in Episode Two, I was like, "It's pretty cool." I get why Yoda's cool now. <laughs> or not cool, I, but like, I, I, what, why everybody? Because they used to say like, "Oh, Yoda was a was a great warrior." Was a badass. I I get I get why they did it. I get why they did it. They and I don't think I, I don't think I realized this at the time. Like, even though he was 900 years old when he died, and this was, you know, <laughs> 20 years, yeah, 20 he years. Really quick was, at the end there. He was eight, they, you, you really fall off the cliff between 880 and 900. That's right. Uh, all right, with my fifth pick, Chewbacca. Yeah. No what shit. Ah. The emotional core of the movies. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of this, though. You have now picked everyone who has ever worked on the uh, Millennium Falcon. And much like picking all the toy stories, <laughs> this is a huge mistake. My friend, that is not an accident. Uh, I, I, I like a Loki. <laughs> I like they did it for a joke. That's fine. In The Force Awakens, whenever Han shoots Chewie's crossbow, and he says, oh, I like this. Yeah, the idea that he wouldn't have never done that in their like, 40 years of never, friendship. Never, it never crossed his mind <laughs> up, up, up until that point to like just mess around with a, with a crossbow. Yeah, but, like uh, he never said to Chewbacca, can I give that a whirl? Yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're, just, we're just hanging out. By we're, the way, canonically, it is called a bowcaster. And, uh, okay. Very disrespectful of Chewbacca to mm-hmm. do, do you know why Chewbacca and Han Solo are friends, by the way? Yeah, the the life the life the Wookiee life debt. But it's that Chewbacca saved Han Solo's life because Han Solo was being a dumbass and like Han Solo about shit. And and like the way Wookiee life debts work, Chewbacca now has to make sure he never fucks up bad enough again. That's so great. And then, in episode uh, seven, he does. He fucks up just enough. Then yep. Han gets cut and then, in half. Then Han, Han gets cut in half. <laughs> what is with these movies and cutting people in half? Hey, gotta cut somebody some way. Do you think that that's gonna be like a through line for the prequels? That someone is, is gonna get cut in half? Well, look, Darth Maul gets cut in half. Yeah, I got God. I guess that is true. Like he get he gets like Snoke cut in half, just right. That- Top oh, and bottom. Right down, right down the, right down the power. Uh, what the hell is that called? I don't know. Come on, come on, nerd. Power what? The, like in the the shaft, like what, whatever it's called. Darth Maul does like when he tumbles backwards into the. Oh right, right, right. Like yeah. Flies flies apart. Like you don't know that he's cut in half, and then you, until you see him flying, you know, floating down. Yeah, I, I that was pretty tight. Kind of a shot, yeah. Um. Fifth yeah, overall, you want to talk about a value pick, Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker. Big time. Big time. Should Probably should have taken him. It's okay. 
Ray's better than Luke Skywalker. We've established that. I think Luke it's, thinks that for sure. That's where we're tracking. That's where we're tracking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so sixth pick. BB-8. Fuck you. Get out of here. Yes! Yes! Oh, no, like, I thought that was a joke pick. No, it's not a joke pick. He's e- easily the best droid. Oh, easily. R2-D2 is much better than him. I shouldn't have said easily. I think he's, I think, uh, I don't know. He's don't He's got the voice. without he's, R2-D2. He's got the Ben Schwartz, the voice of Ben Schwartz and, Paul, and Bill Hader. Uh... Yeah, I'm 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 comfortable with that. All right, Lando Calrissian for me. Yeah, he was he was he was the one who I was thinking about in in, in that spot too. Yeah, he's great. He's gonna be Don Glover in the new uh, the new movie. Did you think again, not knowing like any cameos or or almost anything about the movie? Oh, by the way, low key hilarious part. I, maybe not low key because it was. <laughs> I shouldn't say that at all. It was a very obvious joke. Whenever, whenever Maz Kanata implies that like she banged Justin Thoreau. Yep. Big fan. Yeah. But funny. I sort of thought that was gonna be Lando. No, Lando would have yeah, been too I, old. I know. In in hindsight, I it was just a snap. Like the way, the way that it was just such like a wink kind of allusion to, to him. I was like, I was like, Oh, like Lando, Lando gambled and whatever. And I had heard, I had accidentally seen something about like other characters showing up. So I was sort of, sort of expecting Lando at some point, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad it wasn't Lando because I don't like, you know, he, he's old now, you know, he's extremely old. Yeah. He's extremely old. That's right. Um, so yeah. Uh, but that's a, that's a great pick. You old pirate. You old pirate. Oh, he's so he's so cool. <laughs> the coolest. Yeah. But but this does not entitle you to Donald Glover. Yet. No. Yet. When we revisit so, this. When we revisit this today. draft in in June of or whatever, late May of, of uh twenty eighteen. I thought it was December twenty eighteen. I thought it was I I swear I thought, to god I thought I, they just I, said it they I, come out Christmas every year. I honestly thought I saw a poster at the movie theater that said that that said that it was going to be in May. But I'm gonna I Google it right now. Shut up for a minute, idiot. It's fine. Movie release. Yeah, you were right. May fifth or May twenty fifth. Yeah, cause I, I was I was stunned. That Here's what's fucked up. Was... Here's what's fucked up about that. May twenty fifth. That means seven or three exactly three weeks earlier. They could have put it out on May fourth. Oh, may the fourth be with with you. I'm did glad you get they that didn't. Joke? I've ne- <laughs> it never dawned on me until just now. Crazy. Uh, because because yeah, and I, on May fourth every year, by the way, that's my traditional day to just not be on the internet at yeah, all. Yeah. Well, so let let me ask you this about about that whole thing. Uh, what is the Venn diagram like of the people who very earnestly say, you know, may the fourth be with you and like do Star Wars shit online and people who are mad about uh, The Last Jedi? What's that Venn diagram look like? It's great. I don't, I feel like maybe not as big as you would think because I feel like may the fourth be with you or just like fake, like fake 
fake nerds, basically, who were like, oh, yeah, I get to partake in this, like, little nerd virtue sig- signaling thing. And they wouldn't get as sincerely angry about, about a Star Wars movie. But I don't know. It's definitely there's, – there's some significant overlap. I think. Do you think? Do, do you think it's just too? I, I, th- just, I think it's. I, I think it's almost one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's fair. Um. All right. Next. All right. Um. Job of the Hut. Remember in remember in episode four when Han walks on his tail and it's very funny and he makes the face. That's actually why. That's actually why I picked him. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, did I tell you I have I got the on it the uh, despecialized versions. I finally tracked him down with like where they deterred all 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 the Lucas scenes. Oh really? Yeah. I, so I keep so, waiting for Disney to just put out. that out. As well, the, they uh, they they for sure will now, but it it's. You you know what I'm talking about, right? Like that that thing that's that people stitch together from like ten different cuts of the movies and like laser discs and stuff, and it's been this insane process for just fans to fans to put together. Have you not heard of this? No, yeah, I I, I have heard of it. Okay. But I don't it know. Cool. I'm just I'm just waiting for those official DVDs with the or Blu-rays with the real shit on there and so it's, on. I mean, it's for sure going to happen now because of the Fox because of the Fox Disney thing. Let's fucking go. All right. Uh, what round is this? Uh, this is uh, seven of eight. Yep. Um. Hmm. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're saying Job of the Hut, <laughs> we're quickly oh, running Jabba. out of... Uh, you, you know you know what? Job is, Job, is, Job is funny. Cool. <laughs> What's your pick? Finn. It's Finn, isn't it? Ugh. Son of a bitch. Have you ever heard John Boyega's like actual accent? Yeah, it's ins- he talk he talks he's, like a, a chav. He boy bruv, he's all like that. He's guy. the he's the most he's the most English sound he's the most like English sounding English person. Absolutely. He speaks like the guy from Block Party sings. Yes. He's extremely English sounding. Uh, yeah, I like I don't know I like Finn I I was gonna take Finn there. Um. Whatever, I'll go Poe. Poe po Dameron. Dameron. He can learn. He can learn shit from Han on on the Millennium Falcon. That's right. Since that's where all my all my all my draft picks live. Well, Jesus Christ! At this point, half the fucking movie lives on the Millennium Falcon. So, <laughs> the everybody lives on the on the on the Falcon. Literally, the entire the entire rebel, you know, the, the entire res, hashtag resistance is on there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then for my last one, I'm gonna go a little off the board here. From Rogue One, I'm gonna pick Cassian Andor. Oh, that's good. Good pick. Diego Luna fucking destroys it in that movie. I wish there were more like memorable. Like there were so many characters in that that I I wish like more of them were. I, I don't know. That's the nature. It's like trying to pick like a the best characters from like 
an Ocean's Eleven movie or, or right. something. Like, like if, if you're picking movie characters, you can't draw from like an ensemble that's that that's that huge. But you can pick Danny Ocean, and that's what Cassian Endor was to to an extent. I mean, well, I guess Jin Erso would be the Danny Ocean, and Cassian Andor would be oh. the whatever Brad Pitt's character's name is. Didn't who was the I guess he didn't really. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're correct. Uh, and of course, Casey Affleck is uh, K2SO. <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong with that? That no, that can't be true because isn't Casey Affleck uh, friends with? Scott Kahn, like their brothers in those movies. I haven't seen any of the Ocean's Eleven movies yeah. in quite a while. So if they're if they're the the brothers in that, I guess the the uh, Jedi guys that aren't really Jedi's but they believe in the Force. Those yeah, it's like the, are... it's the guy that they put in the luggage. <laughs> no, they're the brothers. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is that it? That's it. We did oh, eight. Boy. That's how many movies there are. That's an interesting. That's an interesting group of people. Do you want? I, do you want I to wish, run down? I, I do wish. you have that in front of you, or do you want? Yeah, to I, I have. Uh, I have Han, Vader, Leia, Ray, Chewbacca, Jabba the Hutt, and Poe Dameron. You skip BB-8. And BB-8. Uh, yeah, and I have Kylo Ren, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Boba Fett, Yoda, Luke Skywalker, Lando Calrissian, Finn, and Cassian Andor. I think that's I think it's pretty even. Uh, I I'm not going to win, so who gives a shit? See, this is just bullshit like excuse making by you. Just draft draft better. It's fine. I couldn't have drafted better. I did great. <laughs> this isn't my fault. Oh boy. This is an inherent bias uh, that has cropped up among the and now, listeners and now, and now, and now we're not going to do, do another episode for six more months. Yeah, because uh, it was my fault. It was both of our faults. It was your fault. Um, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Let's just let's keep let's keep doing them. All right. Yeah, sure, I'm in. Uh, okay. So we got questions. We got a lot of questions. Oh my god. Yeah, we do. Holy shit. It's fine. Well, we're not going to answer literally all of them, but we'll answer the good ones. Uh, Curtis Neeson asks, any idea on when a new episode might be headed our way? Uh, yeah. Uh, right 15 minutes. That's right. Um, Jimbo asks, are you back recording yet? Jimbo, we are. Yeah. Sure are. Have been for an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, about that. Uh, Mike Morton asks, is Stick to Sports dead or coming back in the fall? Seems like it's coming back almost in the winter, but, you know, we do what we can. Morty, the answer is neither. It is alive, and it is back in the winter. That's right. Um, Andrew asks, is Stick to Sports dead? No, it's not. It's not. You're listening to it right now. Stupid question, Andrew. Uh, Jimbo asks again, is Stick to Sports ever returning? Yeah. What the fuck do you think this is? Um, I, uh, it people, was never not returning. These people are very stupid. Um <laughs> Teej asks, when is Six Sports coming back? Fucking it. What, December December 19th? <laughs> that's right, yes. Is that what today is? Yeah. That's uh, the day. Cur- Curtis asks again, uh, is it safe to assume the podcast is dead? No, it's not safe to assume that. It is, 
Not one bit. You would be foolish to assume that. Yeah, fucking dumbass right question. You're listening to it. Um, Andrew asks, is Stick to Sports dead? Andrew, I'm pretty sure you already asked that. God. And, uh, no, I fucking told you it wasn't. Uh, this is is, is this is this the first bit that's gone on too long of of our of our second of our second season? It may be. Uh, okay, well, fine. Will asks. Keep going. Is this a real comeback or of the podcast or a one day contract to retire with your original team? Uh, TBD. Shit's as real. Shit's as real as it gets. Will. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with TBD until proven otherwise. I don't know. I don't know if I can commit to doing one every single week in in perpetuity, but I I want to keep doing as many as we can. Sure. Uh. Okay. Uh. Laura asks, has Ryan ever listened to Beyonce on purpose? If so, how does Lemonade stack up to Pup in his opinion? Well, Laura, it's funny you ask. Uh, I can't remember what my year end list was a couple years whenever Lemonade came out. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I had it in my top three. Uh, I really liked it a lot. It's good. I thought it was number one. You're, yeah. Laura's uh, Laura's a a, a newcomer to the to the Sean and Ryan or to to, yeah. to to the Ryan and Sean experience. He's popped to Miss Rye, baby. That's he right. loves it all. I, I had Lord in the top seven or eight this year. He likes Beyonce a lot more than I do. That's for sure. Yeah. And I don't care about Lord. So two there big you mistakes by you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the answer. Uh, how does she stack up to Pup? She does not. Pup is, uh, the band that put out, I would say, the best CD of the, or the best album of the last two years at least. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't... To it a couple days ago. It's still very great. Glenn asks, uh, if you're in a position where you have to poop away from home, what's the best free slash cheapish public toilet for the job? Restaurants don't count. I have strong thoughts about this in general. I like my my overall stance is just just go. Like, in, in, unless you're in a really terrible position, just just uh, just pull the trigger. You'll feel better. Grow up. Uh, but the the best place is hotels. Hotel lobby bathrooms are large, clean, nice. Uh, no one's gonna hassle you if you walk in. Uh, I think they're number one in in a runaway. Uh, number two, I would say, I would say, in terms of stuff that's like fairly easy to find, would be a bookstore. Like, go find a Barnes and Noble. It'll it'll be a nice experience. Uh, I think for me, uh, hotel is pretty clearly the correct answer. Uh, they do a really good job of keeping them in good shape. But yeah, underrated one. I think you're gonna you're gonna pick the uh, your local Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks yeah. usually in also in pretty good. I don't know that I've ever been in a Starbucks bathroom and been like, "This is disgusting." Sometimes you got to ask for the for the key code or whatever. Right, but, and and no. that's a th- that's a thing in Boston, even with hotels yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's no, there's no. Uh, but still, know, the in the, the suburbs, move is just... anything goes. You can go literally anywhere. Yeah. Right. Just but like just walk into who cares like walk into a. Walk into a bar, walk into a McDonald's, just take care of business. Yep. Next question. Oh, next question. Uh, Sarah Barnett asks, uh, favorite albums or songs? Hi. What? I said hi. Hey. Uh, favorite songs, albums, etc. of 2017? Oh, man. 
I feel like I did a really bad job of like listening to albums in 2017. Like I was stupid piece of shit. I mean, relatively, like not not for not for the earth, but for for me personally. I really, really like that Gang of Youths album, and I know you. And I know it's just not something that you would, you would like all that much. You're but correct. I've been listening. Yeah, I, it's it's corny. I completely completely understand. I don't. Even, I'm not even sure that I like parts of it, but there's something about it that just that just hits hits the right way. Um, I don't know. We probably all we probably like the same the same stuff this year. Yeah, I, I I think well, I'll just write other, down other my... than that, like other than that, like that's the one that I picked out because I knew that you, that's just not something you would like. Yeah, I'll, I'll run down my top five real quick. I just pulled it up here. Alex Leahy, I love you like a brother. Um, one of the most fun albums that I've heard in quite a long time. Uh, Wait, how about this? How about this? I heard Backpack in the bathroom at the movie theater when I saw Star Wars the second time. Hell yeah. I'm Can you glad... put, like that's, how cool is that that that's like the point that Alex Leahy is at where she gets played in like AMC's on in the on the movie soundtrack channel that's that's rad that's wild yeah I mean I saw her uh, earlier this year and there were maybe fifty people there mm-hmm. and then I saw her in I want to say October maybe uh, or maybe early November and there were a lot more people there but still not a ton. Uh, then she played the very next night she played Seth Meyers and mm-hmm. now she's coming back and playing and like opening for Jimmy Eat World this is the next time she's going to be in Boston. <laughs> so she's she's moving up the uh, moving up the charts pretty quick. There's like Australia is there's cool stuff happening in Australia right now. Yeah. I, you, you, you don't like Camp Cope, do you? No. You said specifically that you don't care for them, but They're, like them... they max out at fine to me. I, it's just it's just funny. Like I haven't given australia a thought as like an actual as an actual place where good music comes from for me and uh but man they're they're i don't know between camp between if only for camp cope alex Leahy, and gang of youths who again i enjoy very much courtney barnett courtney barnett uh, yeah courtney barnett's wife whose name i can't remember but put out a pretty good record this year yeah, very, very, very weird. But uh, but I like oh uh, Royal Headache. Who's oh yeah, I really like. I really liked. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Julian Baker. That's an obviously good record. Run the Jewels three. What's your favorite song off the Julian Baker record? Um, that's a really good question. Uh shit. What's the? I, I'm bad with song titles off the it's, top of my head. It's everything to help you sleep for me. That is that is my that favorite. That is song. exactly the one I was thinking of. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Uh, uh, and then uh, I'll close it out. Exhumed, Death Revenge, really one of the best death metal albums I've heard in the last few years. And Randy Newman's Dark Matter, because who doesn't love Randy Newman? Everybody loves Randy Newman. Everybody should. Did you see him on Fallon last night? I fell asleep. Uh, Fallon reveals. What do you think Jimmy Fallon's favorite Randy Newman song is? Short People. You are correct. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, what else? The the Iron Cheek record I liked a lot. I'm just like scrolling through. Yep, good record. Sc- scrolling uh, through stuff. Didn't make my top thirty, but I liked it. Yeah, that's that's another one that just seems like more of a me band than a you band. Um, but yeah, there's there's lots of there's lots of good stuff. I I, I want to shout so out by the way. Bad at ordering at like orderings. 
like ranking music. I'm I have like a weird a weird hang up with I it. I want to shout out by the way, uh, Young Thug put out two really good records yeah, this year. Yeah, uh, for sure. Vince Staples and and uh, Super Slimy with Future, both of them excellent. Let me see Vince Vince Staples is coming here soon. Let me see him. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. I think I think that that about that about covers it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, oh, right. and and, uh, and pet symmetry and sorority noise and bands like that. Rat boys. I, I like those. I like yeah. I like those records a lot. Yep. All right. We got we got two more here. Uh, Jake asks, "What do you think is up with the alien alloys?" And uh, friggin' Dingus asks, "In light of the alien alloys that caused physical changes to those who were exposed." Uh, what is the weirdest physical mutation that you could end up with and uh, still be willing to go out and live your everyday life? I need the alien alloys thing explained to me a little bit more. I haven't All right, so really New done York that. Like, I, I know I realize, I realize what's happening, but like, I don't know. I, I haven't read as much about it All as right. I should have. For those who are not familiar, New York Times uh, put out a story the 18th yesterday um, – saying, you know, the Department of Defense and the Pentagon and all that stuff has been secretly funding basically a UFO uh, investigation and study project for like a decade. And um, when they called them about it, uh, the the Pentagon was like, oh, yeah, uh, we stopped doing that in 2011. But, yeah, we definitely did that. And here's a video of from like, you know, fighter jets that uh show pretty clearly a UFO and they're and like it's just two pilots talking about right, like they, how crazy they it stored is. they stored materials that they recovered in a governmental building and people Yeah, were, so that people, so, people mutated. So yeah, that that is part of it. Um is that well pe- it just said people had physical reactions to them. It didn't say that they like mutated. It is truly it is truly insane bullshit that this is that like and I'm I'm speaking about myself like what what kind of world do we live in that this is not that this hasn't brought the that this hasn't just brought us to like a societal standstill i i well i mean so that was the deadspin take on it was like ha 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 this is totally normal and regular i'm reacting like a normal person would to this and going about my day and like yeah no i mean i totally agree because i i read it like the the new york times story is like very long it's mm-hmm. like three thousand words or something like that, and it's as and it was it was co-written by like two Pulitzer Prize winning like they got their best people on this, and uh, and yeah, every, the the U.S. government's like, oh yeah, here's a UFO video, just put it in the fucking newspaper, no big deal. Fuck you, other... excuse me, <laughs> like yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. I Ugh. what was the question? What's what's the weirdest physical mutation we could live with? Is that yeah. what it was? Hmm. I'm, I'm going to have... attach an additional condition to this where like you don't um you don't get to like explain like... to people Oh that, yeah. that this is a thing. I think the weirdest one we could live with I think having like some really unnatural skin color like if you were blue or green. Right. Like that would that would be a tough that would be a tough 
across to bear in like just in terms of like normal we like not i don't know i'm i'm having trouble like thinking of truly truly weird shit but that's something that would completely change the way that you interact with the world if you will if you woke up one day and your skin was purple like yeah but you you could forge through it but it would just be like a complete relearning of how to of how to exist in, in society is that a bit is that a dumb answer that might be dumb no i i think that's fine um you know i, I what if uh, reptile reptile tongue i i was just gonna say what if you just had a tail and that's yeah, it. That, oh man that would be that would be really that, that, that would be tough to live with oh that's good that's a good answer good job um thanks uh and that kind of ties in with the last one uh shit who asked it hold on shut up everybody uh, shout out to shout out to our old buddy friggin dingus jared asks has there ever been a bigger cell phone than bill o'reilly's pant size tweet today did you see that you can see it you did or you didn't i did not okay so bill o'reilly tweets and this is so fun like it's so lack of self-aware that it's unbelievable uh Here's the tip of the day. This is a real Bill O'Reilly tweet from 8.11 p.m. Many clothing companies have stealthily cut back on material, so order your your stuff one size larger than you are. I'm 6'4", 210, and an XL used to do it. Not anymore. Now double XL. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I I was going to say there's no way his – that it was – that it's, like, worse than any – you could pick a tweet from any Trump – from either Trump boy, like out of the, out of a hat, and and it would be and it would be a more a, a bigger cell phone, but boy, that is fucking that's hilarious. Dude. It's it's tough. It's tough to imagine a bigger one than that. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, like I can like imagine just the the total. It's like it's like God, it's like, like, like the, in, the brain in... the, the the brain the brain rot that you have to have. To be like, oh, these pants don't fit me, and not be like, oh, I'm kind of fat. I, I got to lose some weight. To not come to that conclusion, but instead say like, oh, this is just they're making sizes smaller these days. <laughs> they're, they're, they, these are the, the pants brands are conspiring against me. Oh man! Oh, it's, that is amazing. It's like um, I can't remember. I feel like it was a Chris Farley bit, but it might not have been. Where he's talking, like he's trying to, it's kind of like based on fat guy in a little coat, but he's like saying, oh, I, you know, I used, I used to be able to fit in this no problem and I, you know, I can still do it. And he puts it on and he rips the coat or whatever. Um, That's amazing. Big fat Bill O'Reilly. Big fat, stupid Bill O'Reilly. Unemployed, unemployed loser Bill O'Reilly has eaten himself out of his extra large pants. (laughs) Yes. Oh man, that made my day. That made my day. What a day! What a day! Incredible podcast about Star Wars, and I have learned of the greatest cell phone in, in the history of planet Earth. It's so good! That is that's awesome. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. We're done. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right, we're not. I'm not dumb enough to sit here and make promises, but <laughs> I would. I would love to. I would love to not take months and months off in, in in between in between episodes now i would say don't join a softball league and uh oh boy that was 
that really that really it fucked up. That really screwed. Up. It really did. I'm probably not going to do that again. Great. Or if I do, I'll just make sure that it's not on Monday nights or Tuesday nights. Cause we had a nice, I had a nice little routine, and then that, then that got completely screwed by by this by this summer softball league. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. Whatever. I'll 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 do my best to make it up to you, Ryan, and to our our many many dozens of listeners out there. Sean, you know how you can make this up to me? Yeah. Thirty two hundred dollars. Okay. I'm rich. Yeah, I work for. A, you got that local newspaper money. I work. I work for a local newspaper, baby. Things All are right. going so well for you. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys for for anybody who's listening to this after six months of inactivity is a saint. Oh, and uh, uh, I should note by the way, uh, Mitch owes me a Nintendo Mitch, Switch. Mitch owes you a Switch, and I think he owes me a T-shirt. So. Yeah, uh, uh, the idea that I would give him my home address is uh, crazy and not going <laughs> to happen. But if he wants to just uh, Venmo me like $350, hey, who am I to say? We have a P.O. box. We have the Sticks of Sports P.O. box. It's in Waltham, Massachusetts. That's right. Uh, P.O. box, blah, 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 blah. 420, baby. Woo! What's up, bro? All right. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Hope to, oh, hope to have uh, hope to have new episodes for you on a semi regular basis. And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and Happy New Year. Mm, I only say Merry Christmas. So that you've you've won the war on Christmas, my friend. Thank it you. Wait, right, uh, hold on. Oh, oh, wait, one second. One second. The, the other Star Wars on the other, Christmas, right? You the, think about the that other one? the other the other great cell phone that's happened and cell in a, in a way that's happened over the last couple of weeks was uh was the was the trump nazareth thing did you did, did you see that that uh no, i did not oh my god i'm the, or this, I'm, you know this what is, given how much of my life i live online i almost certainly have but i don't remember nazareth because of trump nazareth has canceled christmas celebrations ah uh, yes i did see that truly truly remarkable so with that in mind Everybody, everybody, have, have have a good holiday and all that stuff, and we'll we'll, we'll hopefully see you soon. Okay, later, folks. Bye.